Let me get something off my chest This podcast not be like the rest Cause by the end we'll know the best of a thing We're gonna weigh the cons and pros Some will defend, some will oppose Then take a moment to compose and to sing This is the ultimate test of electronical pets The greatest contest of all time So grab a glass of wombat juice And allow me to introduce you to your new best friends Right after the chime Hello and welcome to Wombat Water This is a game podcast adorned with musical parodies that will quench your thirst for nonsensical fun. My name is Karen from Canada, and I am joined by four of your new best friends. First is a distinguished production assistant at Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast, and she is a documented big-time Harry Potter fan and dog mom. It's Jessica Sterling. Hey, Jess. Hey, Karen. Thanks for joining us here again. Nice to be here, too. We also have with us a creator of the Geek Fusion podcast. He is also a holiday movie critic, and he runs a prestigious Instagram account with the longest-running egg joke. It's JD. <laughs> it's JD. How's it going, JD? Good, Karen. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I can tell we're off to a great start. <laughs> Next to JD, we are joined by a musician who gargled the music of Lady Gaga on our first Wombat Water podcast, and who is the host and producer of Survivor Philadelphia. It's the great chemist, Alex G. Alex, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Karen. I'm very excited to be here. This is my first ever official podcast, so I'm glad it could be with you guys. I'm also glad. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. And also here today, we are joined by podcaster, editor, and panelist on the Australian Survivor after show called Talking Tribal. It's Shannon Gus. Shannon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I don't know exactly what we're doing, um, but I heard that you could be the best at something, so I'm, I'm here for that. You're all probably wondering what we're getting into today. We are playing Neopets. Neopets is a website that started in the 90s by a couple of college students to kill time. And it's a site where you can own and take care of cute virtual pets that are sort of like Pokemon. Jess, have you ever owned a Neopet or any type of virtual pet? Absolutely, I did. I played in the 90s like any 90s kid did. I played Merca, was it Merca Chase? Every day. When I came home from school, it was the best. How about you, Shannon? I think I had a Tamagotchi, um, if that's the same thing. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I don't think I've had a Neopet, but yeah, if a Tamagotchi counts, I've had that. Alex and JD, uh, you're completely new to virtual pets, but you were both experienced pet owners. How do you think you'll do today? Uh, I, th- I think that um, I'm going to do bad. <laughs> <laughs> Alex? Um, I think I'm a little more hopeful. I've been, I I had no idea what this was until a few days ago, but I have played similar games such as The Sims, such as Farmville. So I feel like I could make it work. All right. That's good to hear. Today's activities are going to include a couple quick Neopet guessing games. Then the players are going to adopt their own Neopets 
Then they're going to dress them up and enter them into the Wombat Water Neopet Pageant to determine who has the best pet. It's time for the guessing games. Wombat games. They are crazy, but they're fun to play. Wombat games. Better than all you can eat buffet wombat games Make you tremble like a hurricane wombat games Who will be crowned water bear today wombat games Other words the kind of rhyme with game wombat games We are going to kick things off with two games and only two players will compete in each Players, you should really try to collect as many points as you can because the more points you earn, the more Neopet money you'll receive to spend on your pet for the pageant. Alex and Jess, you're going to play the first game, which is called Real or Fake. These are items that you could potentially give to your pet for the pageant. But be careful because some of them are fake, so your job is to correctly guess if an item is real or fake for a point. Alex, we'll start with you. Is the swan dress real or fake? Oh, I'm going to go with real. It is fake. Oh. <laughs> Sad. All right. Jess, are the translucent fairy wings real or fake? I'm pretty sure I remember there being fairy wings. I don't know if they were translucent. I'll go with real. Yep. They're real. Alex, are the vampire wings real or fake? Vampire wings are definitely real. That is not correct. No. <laughs> you are not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I wouldn't need to know anything about the game. It's fine. <laughs> Immediately the first game right. is knowing everything about the game. <laughs> Jess, you're up next. Are thick glasses real or fake? It's too generic sounding. I'll say they're fake. They are real. Okay. Alex, is the suspicious shovel real or fake? <laughs> um, real. You were right. <laughs> yes. It is real. <laughs> Jess? Is Granny's eyeshadow real or fake? Granny's eyeshadow. Picture that being like a blue eyeshadow. I want to say, I'll say it's uh, fake. You're right. It is fake. Alex, <laughs> is the Vacumatic 9000 handheld vacuum real or fake? 100% fake. It is real. <laughs> you can walk down the runway with a vacuumatic 9,000 handheld vacuum. It will be during the pageant. <laughs> yeah, during the pageant. Okay, Jess, this is the last item. Is the vase of ugly flowers real or fake? I'll say it's real. It is fake. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> So after that game, Alex and Jess, you both landed at two points each. Now I'm going to bring in a guest to host our second game. 
He was once a water bear, but has returned to human form. It's Wombat Waters, Jim from the office, Corey B. <laughs> All right. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. Hey, Corey. Could you tell us a little bit about the game you're going to be hosting today? Absolutely. So, Shannon and JD, you will be playing uh, basically an over or under game, also with items from Neopets. So, basically the way this is going to work is uh, I'll tell you the price of an item, and then I will ask you for the price of a similar item. So, uh, you'll take turns. One person will set an over or under number, and the other person will decide whether they want to take the over or the under, effectively meaning that the, you know, if you guess, for example, a Zafara tourist hat is... 1,225 Neo points. And then I will ask you, as an example, how much is a Zafara tourist shirt? Um, so one of you will take turns setting the initial price. For example, I'm going to say it's 5,000 Neo points. And then the other one will pick over or under. And that's how you will determine who gets the point for that round. Uh, does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Cool. And for the record, the Zafara tourist shirt is 6,350 Neo points. Uh, oh, obviously. You know, just, just yeah. yeah. I'm sure that was obvious, but... Uh, Wanted to get that out there. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and get to the round. JD, I'll have you uh, set the initial value first, and then we'll trade off from there. Okay. So the embellished Tuscanini dress is 9,200 Neo points. How much is embellished Tuscanini earrings? Okay, well, earrings, probably less than a dress. I'll say 4,200. Okay, Shannon, over or under on 4200 Under. All right, the actual retail price of embellished Tuscanini earrings is 17,300 oh. Neo points. That's <laughs> so, a lot of points. J- it is, it is. JD, <laughs> uh, so JD gets the point on that one um, going into the second item. So, uh, Shannon, we'll have you set the price on this one. So, this one is an asparagus scarf. And an asparagus scarf... It's an actual real item in Neopets. It's 1,000 Neopoints. So if an asparagus scarf is 1,000 Neopoints, how much money does the fingerless asparagus gloves cost? 1,500. 1,500. All right, JD, is that going to be an over or under? Mm, I'll say under. You're not paying extra for fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the actual retail price of the fingerless asparagus gloves is 380 Neo points. So, so good job on that one, JD. Shannon's still at zero here, but we'll, I'm sure we'll get you on the board. Probably not. Uh, we got plenty more to go. All right, looks like the next item up for bid here is the Black Alibris Wings. These go for a stunning 3,200,000 Neo points. So, Jesus. <laughs> JD. How much do the beautiful glowing wings cost? Oh, uh, I guess wings are expensive in the Neo universe. Uh, 1,300,000. Okay, Shannon, over or under? This is a ridiculous game. Um, <laughs> over. <laughs> over. Okay. The actual price of beautiful glowing wings is two million neo points. So Shannon gets that one. By the way, this is totally intended to show the ridiculous economy of neo pets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like no rhyme or reason to this at all. 
<laughs> no, and and really, I think this is actually based on some strange form of rarity. Plus, I don't even know what it's. It's there's been actual articles written about the strange nature of uh, the Neopets economy, which I am ashamed to admit that I have read uh, <laughs> in preparation for this podcast. But <laughs> it's probably not worth going into right now. Uh, so we'll go ahead and have Shannon set the price on this one. Uh, this one, we, the last one, we had a little bit more of an expensive item. So we'll go a little cheaper this time um, for our item setter here. We've got a pile of dung uh, as our next item. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is actually every item, by the way, in this, except for one, which I'll point out, is something that you can equip on your Neopet for the pageant, including the pile of dung, just <laughs> FYI. Um, so the pile of dung is 35 Neo points. And so given that, uh, Shannon, how much is a molten pile of dung? 400 points. 400. JD, what do you think? Oh, gosh. I think that's probably a really good guess. Now, how much is uh, one Bitcoin in Neo points? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, the actual U.S. currency, I don't think you can buy Neo points with U.S. or, or, or Canadian or Australian <laughs> currency. Uh, I think you can buy what's called Neo Cash, which is a completely different form of currency. So I don't exactly know how we would how we would convert to Bitcoin, but I'm sure you could you could eventually figure out that conversion. But I think right now we're probably in the dark on that one. I made like a silly joke and it got way too real for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I will say under. Corey knows about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so JD, you're going under. Go under. Okay. The actual price of Molten Pile of Dung is 6,400 Neo points. Oh gosh, fire is expensive. Yeah. So yes, I know. So that one goes to Shannon as well. I did not earn the, that. Uh, like I would not have thought it was anywhere close to that. But anyway. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's that's the beauty of uh, being 50% likely to be correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the next item up for bid is a paintbrush. So um, this is a cosmetic item that you would be able to use for your Neopet, but it's not something you'd equip. You'd actually paint your Neopet, and they have uh, actual solid colors or some more unique uh, versions of paint. Uh, so the the item we're talking about first is a checkered paintbrush. A checkered paintbrush goes for sixty eight thousand neo points. So given that, JD, um, what do you think the price is of the fire fire your pants on fire paintbrush? Okay, so we just learned in the last round that like heat and fire is very expensive. So I will say 120,000 Neo points. Okay, Shannon, over or under on 120,000? Under. Okay, actual price is 490,000 Neo points. Economy. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's going to be JD's on that one. We've got three more left. We've got uh, next item up is the Zafara Fisherman Boots. Those are 1,500 Neo points. So given that, Shannon, how much are the Zafara, excuse me, how much is a Zafara Fisherman Fish? Wait, how much were the boots? Well, 1,500. And the fish, maybe 4,000. Okay. JD, over or under? I regret it already. (laughs) 
<laughs> the incredible thing about this game is that it if I were trying to throw it to our guest Shannon, I couldn't. Uh, this is an impossible game. I'll say under. Okay, actual price is 1,675 Neo points. So it is indeed under on that one. Now we're going to go with our second to last question is um we'll start set, we'll start with a low price here one of the lowest we'll have even lower than the pile of dung is a basket of vegetables uh, a basket of vegetables is going to actually go for six neo points so jd i need you to tell me what given that the price of a single gray flower would be <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's handy. It's handy because uh, I have been to the store recently and bought a basket of vegetables and a single gray flower. There you go. So, you should be a pro. Uh, I will say a f- 14. 14 Neo points. Shannon, what do you think? Over or under? Over. Okay. Actual price of the single gray flower is 10 Neo oh, points. I was like, it's so likely <laughs> wow. to be over. It's- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a that was a pretty good uh a pretty good number, JD, to to make that a little difficult. So Oh I uh, I own this game now. Oh yeah, you're a pro now. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> so we have our last question. Uh this one is going to be uh the first item here is going to actually be something you can wear, and I just wanted something to match with it. So the other one is actually an edible item instead of one that you can wear, so you wouldn't want to use it for the pageant because you know we can't see what your Neopet eats. But I just wanted to have it in. The first item is called the Precariously Placed Pillar of Meteors. Uh, And uh, the Precariously Placed Pillar of Meteors goes for 3,325 Neo points. So, how much money does Deep Fried Space Rocks go for, given that? I believe Shannon is setting the price on this one. How much was the last one? (laughs) I feel like these numbers are getting me confused. Yeah, no worries. So the precariously placed pillar of meteors is 3,325 Neo points. So how much are deep fried space rocks? I feel like that would be way more. 20,000? Okay, 20,000. JD, what do you think? Over or under? Uh, Under. Under. The actual price of deep fried space rocks... 2,250 Neo points. I thought the space would make it really expensive. Space, sh- yeah. space should be expensive. Yeah, you like would they're think from so. space. Yeah, I would agree. That's, that's so valuable. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm absolutely with you guys on that one. but uh, I take issue with all of these prices. It's barely more than a pile <laughs> of dung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And it's less than a molten pile of dung, but I don't know if that tells you anything. Maybe heat so, really changes the, the, I don't know, something. <laughs> the, yeah, when you heat them up, it, no. it affects the, yeah. I, I mean, it really ap- appears to, based on the price. I guess so. so. Okay. So, coming out of that round, JD, you have six points, and Shannon, you have two. Wow, I got smashed in that. <laughs> yeah. These are these are some tough games. You know, you got you to gotta really come prepared, even though we told you not to, uh, <laughs> t- to really win these games properly. So, Karen, uh, I'll I'll run it back to you for the whole totals and, and how that factors into what we're going to do for the pageant. 
Right, so JD, since you've scored the highest number of points in the guessing games, you will receive the highest amount of Neopet money or what they call Neopet points to spend on your pet for the Neopet pageant. You have also earned the power to place your fellow contestants in second, third, and fourth place. Each placement uh, goes with a certain number of points. And the reason for this is because Jess, Alex, and Shannon have a three-way tie for second place at two points each for the guessing game. Congratulations, JD, on your advantage. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I'm very proud to have been given this responsibility uh, through zero preparation or hard work. Uh, white guy coming through again. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I will give, uh, I guess I'll give Shannon the next one. She was my competitor. Uh, and, uh, then... Thoroughly undeserved for me, but thank you. (laughs) My win, also thoroughly undeserved. Um, None of this has any meaning, so... (laughs) Uh, so then uh, next, uh, I'll give it to uh, Alex G and then uh, Jessica. Thank you, JD. It's okay. I did so much research that I'm so well prepared for today. I'll overcome <laughs> the obstacles. I know that you will. <laughs> you shouldn't have said That's that. You true. gave yourself too much of a threat. <laughs> and now you're yep. It's true. It is turning out to be a social game after all. <laughs> yeah. But this just goes to show how I would do in any type of Survivor or Big Brother game. I can't keep my mouth shut, so it just always comes back to screw me. (laughs) JD, we're going to find out if your choice is paid off this time. We are going to take a water break now. And during this break, the players are going to adopt some Neopets. They're going to dress them up. And we'll be right back with the Wombat Water Neopet pageant. In the arms of the fairies, pixelate from here. Hi, I'm Shoiru McOgren. Will you be a fairy for a helpless Neopet? Every day, helpless Neopets are starved, neglected, and given underscores in their name, and they're crying out for help. Please, call the number on your screen and join Wombat Water with a monthly gift right now. For just 18 Neopoints a month, you'll help rescue Neopets from the kids who grew up 20 years ago and provide healing potions, omelets, Neohomes, and love. Call or join online in the next 30 minutes and you'll receive an adoption page with a photo of a Neopet in the shelter right now. One who's been given a second chance thanks to you. Please call right now. Alright, it's time to get ready for the pageant. So I'm going to give you each an account to log into. Let's, and let's use the honor system here. Let's not uh, log on to other people's accounts. I want to go sneak all JD's points. <laughs> Who would even think to do that? I'm a, I say as I'm logging into me. <laughs> no. When you guys log in, you're going to see a starter Neopet, but you're not going to use that one. Oh, I hope I have I think that. I'm in. Oh my god, Flotsam's dying. <laughs> Those are not the ones you're gonna you're gonna dress up anywhere. We're gonna adopt one from the pound because that's just more fun. Yeah, because this one's dying. <laughs> well, that too. And everybody knows when you have a pet that's dying, you get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! 
Okay, so once you get there, you can adopt a pet. It has to be level one. Karen, you said we should feed them, right? Because mine's so dying. If you want yours to look happy, then feed it. And if you want it to look tearful and morose, then don't feed it. He's literally crying, and it's making me so sad. Oh my God, <laughs> me, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, mine is too. So I think Karen gave everybody food in your inventory, so you can go to your inventory and like feed it so that it doesn't look <laughs> like it's about to die. If it's okay with you guys, we can start outfitting your Neopets for you. Yeah, that's fine. So you guys are buying clothes now, right? So make sure you only buy clothes that are designed for your pet's species. And if you're not sure, just ask me or Corey. So, so Jess. Yeah. Bad news. No, they don't work on him. No, see, the, the, um. I just spent all my money. Oh, no. No, it's not all of it, but now I'm sad. So, so the things that you got, like Bloomeroo, Chumbi, Bruce, and Buzz are all species of Neopets. So if you see that word before (gasps) the thing that you buy. Like naked, except for shoes. No. <laughs> Alex, next time you buy, buy an item, ask me first. Okay. <laughs> Lucky, oh. Lucky is um, also the name of a neopet. So. Okay. In my closet, koi shell lay. Koi, uh, yep. Koi is a species. What does that mean? That means you can't wear it because you're not you're in your uh, koi. It's okay. Buzz librarian necklace, is that okay? Buzz is a neopet. <sighs> Contemplating how quickly I'm gonna quit my job and just do neopets all the time. <laughs> Flower necklace. If this doesn't work then <laughs> I don't know what Honestly. <laughs> Let's see. Oh my god, I can't put the flower necklace on. Oh no! Alex! It's not it's not a clothes. Alright, okay, it's fine. We should wrap it up in like yeah, three just, minutes. Just go go with me as I am. I have the story in my head. Okay. I am going to display all the pets on my screen. Here we go. <gasps> oh my gosh, they're yes. all so different! <laughs> wow. <That's> a lot. <laughs> And we're back. We are now starting our Wombat Water pageant. In the first round of the pageant, Shannon's pet is going up against Alex's pet. And JD's is going to compete against Jess's pet. The winners of this round are going to go head-to-head in the finals. The two people who do not advance will help determine the winner. All of those listening to this podcast are welcome to check out the images posted of all four Neopets on our Twitter account, at WombatWater. Let's get started with Shannon and Alex. Shannon, could you please tell us about your pet? Yes, my pet is a pegacorn, um, Pegasus and Unicorn, and I call it Pegacorn the Destroyer. So the whole Ooh. point is that it's meant to be cute and fluffy and magical, but actually her plan is world domination. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she has a little helmet, which is super functional because it accounts for the horn, which I loved. Um, she has a little back hoof um, armor. I, I didn't really get time to do front hoof armor, so I'm a little worried about how unprotected that is, but stylish. Um, <laughs> a, some sort of magic wand of sort, which is how she will magically take over the world. 
the flowers look lovely but are actually poison and it's nighttime because that's when she well, that's when she tries to destroy the world. So it's a very evil pegacorn. Wow. All right. Well, Shannon, I, I have a couple of questions for you, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I noticed that there's no armor on the body either. So uh, I, I, I is the most common point of attack the head and rear hooves? Uh, is there any risk at uh, being attacked in any other areas? Well, she also has to draw people in with her cuteness. So if you can't see, if she was completely covered in armor... You wouldn't be like cute, and you know. Oh. So she has to be able to draw people in. So I just kind of try to keep it minimum, minimal, and also she's super like it's more from a style perspective because she'll be okay. Like she can fly away if she's in any great danger. So I feel like true, as long as she's true. kind of got the head covered, kind of got some some feet covering, she's in an okay spot. Okay, and I also noticed that the uh, the really cool looking magic wand is uh, fairly large and looks to be planted in the ground. Mm. I'm just wondering how she operates the magic wand. Like, does she take it in her mouth? Uh, like, it, it seems a little less functional, you know. Um, it's more like a lever than a wand. Karen, don't laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, she can. This is like her base. This is like you know, if if you go behind the trees, there's like a secret lair. So that kind of like opens up the lair, and you know, have some more magical capabilities. Um, if she were going oh, off gotcha. to fight, I don't think she would take the one because obviously it's bigger than she is. So that would be pretty constricting. Sure, yeah. sure. So it's more like a, a okay. home base magical implement. Yeah. Love it. Mm. Okay, sounds good. Well, I think that Pegacorn is capable of mind control, oh, moving things yeah. with her mind. So, yeah. Definitely. So you know how like, um, like Professor X and X-Men has, like Charles Xavier has that like that helmet thing where he can kind of find oh, all yeah. the other it kind of looks like that yeah so that's this that's what this can do as well that's awesome yeah okay Just came up with that. i like it yeah. it's a good narrative but like look how cute it literally like it, it accounts for her ears and her horn it's adorable and also evil and what was what was your uh pegacorn's original name honestly i don't remember <laughs> belina <laughs> or something Belina seven 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 underscore seven seven, which is yeah, which really rolls off the tongue. I do think Pegacorn the Destroyer is maybe almost as good as that name. Yeah, it was kind of like I took the inspiration from my own cat, Evil Cat underscore Melody. Follow her on Instagram. But the whole point is like she is so cute and fluffy, and that's how she gets you because she's actually super evil. So I think that if, yeah, she draws you yeah, in. If she was magical, like that's how she would use her powers. You want to be super cute so they don't see it coming, but then also destruction. So, I love yeah. it. Okay. All right, Karen, I think we're ready to see the next one. <laughs> okay, so Alex's is right here. <laughs> All right, Alex, can you describe what, what we're seeing here? Okay, so... We don't all live in the world of pegacorns and these very epic, strong animals. Sometimes our neopets are more vulnerable and, you know, they, they don't come from a place of power. And so my neopet's name is Adam Klein. <laughs> um, oh my God. So my neopet really tried to have a good life growing up and he tried to find clothes to wear shirts to wear (laughs) pants to wear but he was always really just buying the wrong things buying things that were for (laughs) other more expensive breeds like pegacorns and so he doesn't have any clothes he literally doesn't even have the shirt on his back and what sort of species (laughs) is he alex um you mean like his his like on the website 
what does he resemble? I just I just think he's like a like a dog slash fox crossover. Okay, and he is green. Okay, well, that, and that makes it a little more justifiable not to be wearing a shirt and pants, right? Too, but but I will say he is embarrassed about this. Like he wants a shirt and pants, <laughs> and so what he had to do at the last minute was buy this mask to f- hide his own identity. He's wearing this um these glasses and this big nose with a mustache because he doesn't want anyone to see who he is. He's kind of like ashamed to be um this breed, but um he has learned throughout his life. So if you see the things around him. Um, throwback to earlier in this podcast when I showed that I didn't know much about Neopets and I did not know that the suspicious shovel was a real item on Neopets. So here I behold, he went and found the actual suspicious shovel that is for sale. <laughs> nice. Um, same thing with the Vacuumatic 9000 something. I forget the actual <laughs> name of it, <laughs> which is also in depicted in the cool. image. Yes. You could have paid vacuum. me enough money to have been able to tell you what those items were called <laughs> two minutes after we played that game. So. And so, just like how Adam Klein is kind of, I don't know, underestimated or seen as like this fanboy who isn't going to be able to take on the pegacorns of the world like Parvati, I think he's going to be able to use his suspicious <laughs> shovel and his vacuumatic 9000 to beat out the pegacorn. No offense, Shannon, I love you. Well, I think your pet is going to get the sea of money because... <laughs> His clothes are a shovel, which is very, very sad. Uh, and even the vacuum looks like really sad. And it just, it's so tiny. Yeah. Why is yeah. it? What is yeah, it that, gonna hold? That's my first question for you, Alex. Is is how how does how does your pet how does Adam Klein operate the uh, vacuumatic? It's very small compared to um, him. Yeah. Why sometimes... is all of your questions about implement size like too big, too small? You're like you're like Goldilocks with these implements. The vacuum might just be really far away. It's like one of those optical <laughs> illusions. Yeah. I think that's what it is, okay. actually. Um, he's used it before. Massive. He's used it before. He knows what he's doing. He's ready to take on Pegacorn, and it's just an optical illusion. And speaking of using using something before, like what has he done with that shovel? Because it really does look suspicious, and I want to make sure that we're not rewarding someone who's, you know done something this is a great question i'm glad you asked so (laughs) you see this dirt he just um like covered up this dirt he was actually looking for a hidden immunity idol and if you remember (laughs) i was trying to put a necklace on him because he actually found a hidden immunity idol necklace that he was not allowed to put on because of his origins because his his uh, breed is not respected amongst the the higher more powerful communities so the necklace was taken away from him, but he did dig up the necklace with the suspicious shovel. Wow, that doesn't seem like a very balanced game mechanic if you can't even wear the, <laughs> I know. the idol I mean, that as, you dig up. As Adam Klein, we're used to, to not having the advantages in society. <laughs> okay, one one more thing for you here, which is uh, we got to talk about the citrus mm-hmm. background. Um, we've got, he's like standing on like a sort of like an orangey sort of floor. He's got like a a half lemon and half lime, like sort of backdrop. And then there's like a bunch of lemons, limes and oranges falling Mm -hmm. in the background. So how does the citrus theme uh, fit into Adam Klein's backstory or his identity? Two of my favorite players are Adam Klein and Gavin Whitson. And I actually wanted to put a um, fruit themed t-shirt on him or like a button down like pineapple shirt but i couldn't find that and i found a banana one but i couldn't wear it (laughs) so i needed to have some sort of fruit and also this background was already in my inventory that karen put it in so i just put it on my person (laughs) but i was going for like (laughs) gavin whitson feels adam lime adam lime (laughs) 
<laughs> he, Adam Lime could work because he is he's green too. He's a he's like a green sort of like wolf fox sort of thing. So um, that could definitely be a fun nickname. We're just all about good vibes, bright colors. You know, living life twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I feel like my Pegasus would crush this animal in some sort of battle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and and uh, there is actual Neopet battling on the website, so maybe later, you know, if uh, we'll if, if we weren't, you know, if we if we could have a longer podcast, we could maybe we can have like a Rise of Skywalker story arc where we bring Pega Corn back from the dark side. <laughs> um, boring. She wants to be evil. So <laughs> yeah, Pega Corn does not look like she's interested in being brought back from the dark side. Yeah, but I would watch that movie. <laughs> okay. So, any other questions? Should we uh, should we judge this round and and figure out who's moving on? It is time. Okay. So, Corey, who would you like to advance to the next round? Oh man, this is tough. You know, is it um, tough? on on, I, on <laughs> one hand, <laughs> on one hand, uh, <laughs> the Pegacorn is very beautiful. Uh, I like how its story crafts into its appearance uh it's very thematically matching uh on the other hand uh adam klein is you know he's got a good backstory even though i don't know how he uses that vacuum which is definitely a downside this is really tough this is a tough decision but i do really like the aesthetic of the pegacorn so i do think i'm gonna move shannon into the final round thank you i feel pretty gratified um to have beaten this random animal with a shovel next to it and (laughs) and and alex i don't mean any offense by this but i do think that if the pegacorn met up with your adam klein uh neopet in battle this is also probably what the result would be let's just say we're used to it it's totally fine (laughs) oh no the sea of money is coming right right for your pet though (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah for sure gets the sea of money but not the and full I, hundred I will just say... fourteen thousand. the most insulting sea of money <laughs> yes that's like if, i feel if sorry pet for you too... but not i don't want to help you that much like that amount of sea of money i think i probably would get like that interview before the commercial break when they cut like during the finale if i made it to the finale yeah yeah no no for sure and everyone everyone would be would be all about it so yeah, I, I, I would be real happy with where you ended up, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Nicely done, everyone. We're going to move on to the face-off between Jess and JD. So, Jess, can you please tell us about your adorable pet? Yes, so he is a Scorchio. His name is Scott underscore Adams. And he was born just into a normal asparagus farming family. <laughs> but he always felt different. So one day he decided that he was going to put on his denim jacket, bring his lucky bamboo, and move to the big city. But he always felt a little bit insecure because he has, you know, plaid skin, so he looks very farmer-esque. So he slapped on his bagel wig, and he was a little bit self-conscious about his horns, so he grew out his bangs, threw on his red lipstick, and he is ready to go. All right. (laughs) What animal? Like what no. animal is this? This has wings. Is it a dragon? Yeah, it, it's, it's like a dragon. A yeah, it's kind of dragon esque. Yeah. And uh, 
I do like the the checker paint going on with with uh, with your animal. I love the bagel wig. I, I've got to say, um, did you mention that he moved to the the big city? Yes. Okay, so is this like a shot from before he moved to the big city? Because he's yes. clearly standing in a yes. field of grass. Yeah, you said so that you only just... put the lipstick and the wig on when he was in the big city. Is he visiting? True. He... No, he's moving. He's on his way to the big city. So this is like his like farewell to his family. They handed him a bouquet of asparagus, and he grabbed his lucky bamboo and is on his way to the city. This is his like goodbye. Okay. Okay, so he's in transit. This is this is like the pinnacle of his journey, uh, taking the yes. risk, moving to the big city. Yes. And so for the bamboo, too, it doesn't seem like, just, just to keep with my theme, it doesn't seem like that'd be very easy to transport all the way to the big city, because it's kind of in this, like, a weird square-shaped this base, is and he's already holding... This running theme. <laughs> I don't really care about these. The size of their accessories is just... But I mean, Shannon, he, he's already carrying well, a handful of asparagus in one hand. I agree with you. It seems like a ridiculous <laughs> thing that if well, you weren't going to move, you wouldn't take that with you. Like, you'd leave that back at home, I think. But Right, or you'd, like, <laughs> find another way to transport it, you know? like Well, the asparagus is just as, like, a snack for his, like, ride to the city. And bamboo is actually surprisingly easy to transport because it doesn't require any soil. It's just, like, rocks in the bottom. So theoretically, you could let it, like, don't water it for a couple days to let the water go down, transport it, and then water it as soon as he gets there. Okay. And it's lucky. Sure, sure. Seems maybe a little inconvenient to carry, but... uh <laughs> And just why would be the other thing. But... Yeah, but but I mean, but I do I do appreciate the journey. I I do appreciate the narrative and uh the denim the denim jacket is also very uh very stylish. It goes real well with the with the bagel wig, so so I I no, I think I'm I think this is this is good. I have a lot of info. I know the story. Uh, I think we can go to to JD's. Wait, we can't skip over the bagel that's attached to his wig. <laughs> he has a snack. If he gets hungry, he has not only asparagus, but he has like a snack tied to his. Okay, head. so that's actually a good question because if if he eats the bagel, does that affect the structural integrity of the wig? Because it looks no, like no, it's tied with the ribbon. Okay, so so but the ribbon is not like uh, you know it, it's not it's independent of the rest of the wig, right? Like you can yes. just take it off and it's fine. It's not integral to the wig. Yeah. Okay. But okay, once good. he eats the bagel, it's just a regular wig. So that's like, true. That's true. But we are looking at him from the from the point in time at which he has not eaten the bagel yet. So I don't know if I should judge based mm. on that. I mean, it's an everything bagel. If that helps, that's true for our listeners. Um, and we sh- we should probably mention we'll we'll post all these on our Twitter page. <laughs> I feel like that would be a really messy bagel. Like, you'd have sesame seeds, crumbs, onion powder all over you. That's true. He'd certainly have to, he'd certainly have to reapply his fire injured red lipstick. If, if um, if Scott Adams, uh, your Neopet has any enemies, I feel like they'd be able to follow the crumbs, uh, as he was walking <laughs> to the big city and know where he went to. So that's also a downside. Yeah, Pegacorn's I mean, not going to have trouble regardless. coming for him. <laughs> yeah. Tracking him down. Pegacorn has an excellent <laughs> sense of smell. <laughs> okay, it's JD's turn. Can you tell us a little bit about your pet, JD? Oh, I would love to. Uh, so I've adopted... Uh, her name was Pluggy443. Uh, she <laughs> is a red yerbil. Uh, and... She she looks a little sad. 
And the reason is, I think, because she is very hungry. But the thing is, is she <laughs> likes it that way. Because oh. it gives her an edge. <laughs> and she likes to have that edge. So she's a red, uh, like, upright lion-ish looking <laughs> thing, I guess. <laughs> that's fair. I think that's reasonable. Uh, she is dressed in uh, a, like, a circus ringmaster coat. Uh, holding a uh, an umbrella, and has got what they've referred to as a librarian skirt. And I think it might be made of book covers. <laughs> that looks to be the case. Yes. Uh, and she does have a seashell tiara on. Uh, so uh, basically, she really likes books because she is a secret journalist. You can see sticking sticking out right under her uh, uh, circus coat is a little is a little badge, and that's actually a press pass. Uh, <laughs> but she's undercover uh, as uh, uh, you know a circus master who likes books, though. Uh, and quite the covert operation to go yeah. <laughs> circus performer. Okay. So. So her name is indeed Pluggy four four three, but when she's undercover, she does go by uh, Diane. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, should I call her Pluggy four four three or Diane, just for reference? Uh, she'll answer to either. She's pretty. She's really deep in at this okay. point. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to blow her cover, so yeah, that's why I was asking. Yeah. I feel like requisite okay. question about like why is that rock so big? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so I have that. That is one of my questions. So we'll start with that. So we've got a we've got this rock with moss covering it. And yeah, it's a yeah. What's what's up with that? Let's let's talk about that. It's a mossy rock. Uh, that's actually the. Uh, it's actually a, a very small elephant, all tucked up. Uh, <laughs> it's also undercover. She's she's as a she's, rock. It's undercover as a rock. She's a circus trainer. Only undercover, but is she's so deep into it now? She's adopted a a tiny elephant that is also undercover as a rock. Okay, I feel like I've lost the thread uh, in this whole thing. Just it's... Uh, you and me both, Shannon. <laughs> I never had that's, the thread. That's because she's so deep undercover. I mean, I think only she could remember she's, that story yeah, at this point. She's so deep undercover; it's hard to know what's real anymore. So here's another question. Uh, you have this very sunny, bright-looking background. Mm-hmm. However, she's holding an umbrella. So yes. it looks like she's not going to need the umbrella because it's pretty sunny outside. So um, why why is she carrying around? Or Maybe it's like a parasol. I yeah, don't know. It, yeah, it's a parasol. It's it's for shade because she's you can, you can see by her red skin that she's already been very burnt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she's not normally red. She's... No. Uh, no, okay. it, uh, yeah, she got she got real burnt by the sun, so now she has this umbrella for. Is that also why she's crying? No, she's crying because she's hungry, but she likes it like that. Oh, right, right, yeah, no, that's good. You, I'm glad you stuck to your story. That's and that's the important. umbrella is also probably for stabbing. Oh, true. Yeah, it could like, yeah, Jesus. yeah, just I like Mary Poppins, that. right? <laughs> Poppins stab people. <laughs> As we all know. You need to rewatch that movie. 
I might need to go in Disney Plus and and refresh on my and, and just, just do a little fact check on that. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's more like a magic wand, kind of like how Hagrid has his wand in his umbrella. Oh mm. yeah, yeah, that could be. Or yeah, your thing, yeah, no, your your weapon umbrella also was <laughs> weapon. Uh, no, yeah, w- whatever works. <laughs> so um, I don't feel like Pegacorn would be very threatened by this weapon, though. Yeah, JD, what is the effectiveness of the parasol weapon against something like a Pegacorn? Well, basically, you've just got you've got two stabbers going against each other. Is the situation there? Sure, sure. You got the stabby horn, uh, and the stabby umbrella. So th- there's no telling how that would shake out. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> so, like my pegacorn to... would probably laugh at the parasol, um, <laughs> meanly before killing this animal. But yeah, I guess maybe maybe we'd have to see to find out. Yeah, I mean, you never know. We could we could certainly try it out sometime. It doesn't really even have like a very sharp end to it. Like one one half is a bauble, and then the other looks pretty flat and mess. So. Yeah, yeah, the other flat. end is is flat, but she's very strong. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. And and JD, I was going to ask too about the press pass. So you mentioned that you can kind of see the press pass sticking out of the sort of like you know the at the outfit there but um if she's undercover then it, it seems like it's pretty short-sighted to to make to you know that we could see the press pass at all like shouldn't it be completely concealed what if what if that blows her cover i mean she, i know she's pretty deep in at, at this point so uh uh so she she's both very deep in and also but she is kind of bad at her job uh okay. so uh so she i mean her her attention to detail just isn't just isn't there some days Probably sure. because of the sure. hunger. That's true. She's very hungry, but she She's likes broken. it broken. Yeah, she does like it that way, but maybe she shouldn't. True. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think I'm ready to judge. So, Corey, what is your decision? So, this one is uh, is also you know two very unique and strong entries. I uh, I do definitely like in the fact that uh, that JD's option we've got. Um, very good, uh, you know, a lot of different outfits. I really like the use of the hunger to make, to, you know, to add some personality uh, as opposed to, you know, being humane and feeding your Neopet. Uh, you you got to do what you need to do to win the pageant. So I really respect the hustle there. Um, I like Jess's Neopet story. I do like the bagel wig a lot. And I appreciate that she uh, used a paintbrush. I think she's the only one that used the paintbrush uh, to change the color of her neopet which was also kind of cool um so both of these neopets are great um i will preface it with that but i do think that jess is going to move on to the final round i'm honestly shocked (laughs) take that jd try to give me the crappiest amount of money (laughs) (laughs) the revenge story come back to burn me you guys have great memory of what's happened on this podcast you gotta commend it (laughs) i know i didn't remember that either this is a redemption story so we have moved on to the final round of the pageant it's jess's uh what is it called? Scorchio. He's a Scorchio. His name's Scott Adams. Scott Adams versus the Pegacorn. <laughs> Pegacorn the Destroyer. Pegacorn the Destroyer. Yeah. Respect the name. <laughs> now, Corey, JD, and Alex will determine the winner. Each of them are allowed one question, and then they will submit their votes for the winner. 
It's somewhat like Final Tribal Council in Survivor. So, Corey, you can go first. Okay. Uh, my question is, uh, what does your Neopet like most about itself? Shannon, I'll, I'll go with you first. Um, I think my Neopet like its mind control and reading abilities um, through its helmet, um, which is so helpful in its you know, attempt to dominate the world. And also, sure. stylish shoes. So, okay. Styling. I can respect that. Yeah. yeah. Jess, how about you? Scott underscore Adams is a, a big fan of his wings because he can travel easily from place to place. And not only that, but he stands out so he won't get hit by incoming planes because of his checkered pattern. My Neopet also has <laughs> wings. Right. Just want to note that down. <laughs> They're not checkered, so she's bound to get hit by some incoming They're planes. They're bright blue, though, so I think she's okay. But so is oh, the sky. Oh, okay, yeah. Point redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you may ask the finalists your question. Okay, my question is about your future as a Neopet. So I see with Pegacorn we have this like aggressive take-over-the-world energy. And with um, Scott underscore Adams, we have this like new life doing doing stuff. So once you achieve your goals, um, what what do you see? Like what's going to be important to you? Pegacorn, do you want to like kill everyone? Do you want peace? And what do you want to achieve, Scott underscore Adams? What are your goals? I mean, I think that if the Pegacorn were to take over the world, she wouldn't be killing everyone. Um, and she definitely wouldn't want peace. I think she'd kind of want to run it. Um, in some dictatorial way and kind of have everyone kind of worshipping her um, like she's like supreme leader or like god of the world so that would be our goal yeah okay and Jess so Scott underscore Adam's ultimate goal is to fulfill his lifelong dream of getting on RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> and so he designed this bagel wig and he also has plenty of other wardrobe accessories that are food focused so, for example, lemon necklaces, you know, that type of thing. So he's really looking to promote his food fashion line on RuPaul's Drag Race. Cool. And JD, what's your question? So each of you have, uh, as a background, your kind of idealized situation. Uh, Shannon with, with uh, Pegacorn the Destroyer, it's nighttime. A Jess with Scott underscore Adams, it's daytime. So what I want to know is how, for Scott underscore Adams, how would he do at night and how would Pegacorn the Destroyer do in the day? Well, Pegacorn... Jess, you can go first. Oh. Or, yes, Shannon, go okay. goes first. Pegacorn, much like myself, is a bit nocturnal. Like, she does her best work at night. Um, She'd sleep in a bit of the day. You know, a lot of pets love sleep. So you got to catch up on that sleep. We, she does have a lair to sleep in. Um, you know, if she's in battle, like, she could fight during the day, but she would choose nighttime, I think, as, like, her, her time. Mm-hmm. And Jess? I would, I would say Scott underscore Adams is a little bit afraid of the dark. He prefers, like, he is a morning Scorchio. He is early to rise. He's singing in the morning. He is doing his best things in the morning. Like I said, he's a fan of breakfast food, so he is ready to go. Now, at night, he tends to, like, strap on a headlamp to his horn because he never likes to be in the dark completely. So it's not his favorite. Makes sense. 
So now that Shannon and Jess have answered some questions about their pets, we will have the three judges announce their vote, and the pet who has the most votes wins the pageant. Corey, who are you going to vote for? Oh, man. I I really love the contrast between these two Neopets. Um, you know, it's really just a matter to me of which direction you kind of want to go in. Um, Pegacorn so fierce and um, and imposing. And Scott underscore Adams is, is just such a, a heartwarming story. Wait, um, wait, before you keep going. Yeah. If, if your vote influences my vote, maybe we should lock in our votes before we reveal them. Like, we should, like, text them to somebody so that we can't change them. I think you can honor system it, but, yeah, maybe try to, like, know what you're going to say. Because I feel like I'm just going to go with the opposite <laughs> yeah, yeah. of whatever so, you so say. So, just, Alex, just, like, type it type it down or something or jot it I, down. I just I locked it in. Okay. Okay. No, that's that's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah, the accountability on this podcast is just top notch. <laughs> very serious. <laughs> we got to make sure strict, we're following those rules. Very strict set of rules to follow. Very <laughs> <laughs> Right. So... This is so hard for me. I think what I am going to do is um, I think that Pegacorn will eventually rule the world with her mind. So I think in the meantime, I'm going to give my vote to Scott underscore Adams. Total blindside. <laughs> Alex, it's your turn to vote for the winner. All right. I locked in my vote previously. So... You know, I was originally thinking that Adam Klein would get along with Scott underscore Adams. Adam Klein also has a former name, Scott underscore something. But, you know, I really respect the lack of Pegacorn. Like, Pegacorn did not back down in that questioning session. Like, she stuck to her guns. She knows what she wants. And I think I am going to place my loyalty and my trust with Pegacorn and hope that she keeps me alive in this new society she's creating. That's true. You will probably last longer than I will. So that's probably Definitely. wise. She mm-hmm. does not forget, much like I have for most of this podcast. <laughs> 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 and JD, what is your decision? Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> all on you. <laughs> so much pressure. So uh, uh, Scott underscore Adams, I obviously appreciate... Uh, his commitment to asparagus and to bagels. Uh, <laughs> this is real close because they both they both have horns. Uh, uh, Pegacorn the Destroyer, I do feel is probably going to successfully uh, rule the world. Uh, so as much as I would like to be friends with Scott underscore Adams, I think I will have to give my vote to. Our new ruler, Pegacorn the Destroyer. This is how it starts, wow. you know. Like this is how you get power by being that intimidating. Mm-hmm. That's I, I really think it. the intimidation drove a lot of the rationale behind the vote, which is very yeah, impressive. Like it was driven mm-hmm. by fear, which is exactly what Pegacorn would want. So I'm really happy about the that. The thing is, Pegacorn has almost no clothes on and is still terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that about a lot of things, probably. <laughs> The funny thing is, is Scott underscore Adams is like just happy to be included. Like, he's, <laughs> he's happy to have made it this far. Yeah, it's really he's like you guys love me. Thanks. Really, he's yeah. going first he's in the new regime because he came way too close to winning. But it's nice that you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll enjoy his life in the meantime. Yep. Short meanwhile. Congratulations, Shannon. Do you have anything to say to the listeners who are rooting for your pet to win the pageant? 
no. <laughs> I, I invented a um, killer evil pegacorn. Um, still not 100% sure what we're doing, but <laughs> I'm happy to have come out victorious and to have ruled with fear. So <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. It has been such a pleasure. You have earned the title of Water Bear for this podcast. And that is a prestigious title for the winner of the games. You have adopted Pegacorn and you gave her power and she is now the best pet. So much of this is like so nonsensical, but I'm I'm here for it. How much does the title of Water Bear go for in Neo points? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to put it up on the uh, the Neopets auction block and see uh, see how many bids we'll get. I would say that the title is priceless. Thank you to everyone who joined us on the podcast and to our listeners for joining us on this journey. Don't forget to follow us at Wombat Water on Twitter. And you can find all four pets from the pageant there. JD, do you have any social media that you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, you you plugged uh, gave me the best plug earlier. My Instagram at uh, Jade's McG J A D E S M C G. It's got the uh, a great egg joke, one joke, uh, and it recurs. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter also at JD McGuire. Jess, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you could find me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter, and I mostly just tweet about Survivor and stuff. Alex? You can find me at, at ACGardener7, Instagram and Twitter, and I think I have pretty quality content. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, where are you on social media? Um, I'm at Shannon Gates, G-A-I-T-Z, um, Instagram, Twitter. You know, tweeting about Survivor, posting wedding pics. That's pretty much where I'm at with that. And Corey, do you have any social media handles that you would like the listeners to check out? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Cavix, C-A-V-X, and uh, probably also posting about similar things, but uh, not in a far less prestigious way. You're posting my wedding pics? Yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I meant. And I'm Karen, at Careplane across social media. This was Wombat Water. Until next time, bye everyone. Bye everybody. Shannon saw me on the Neopet side. She was warm, she came around, gave me a second life. She took me to a new pet store. She bought me all these things to try. Competing for a pageant prize. That's what's going on. Now that I'm reborn, I am gonna slay. With my spiky heels, mind control and prey. And impale you with my horn. I'm evil in the brain. Destruction is my deal. Bibelina777 underscore I am gonna slay I'm the pack of coal